0: You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR! This one's my favorite! That was gold! Welcome, Nanalog Jones and the Temple Film. I'm Steve. I'm Matt. And we're a VHS podcast, except when we're not like right now.
1: You know, sometimes we just got to veer off. There's something nerdy in the world that like fits in our brand and we just got to we got to talk about it anyway.
0: Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about one that's uh, controversial, but really, I I mean, I don't know if it's controversial with us. (laughs) I just think it was just a really damn good film that has a really powerful message. Everybody's telling me that my stand-up's ready for the big clubs.
1: We we're going to talk about the Joker a little bit more in depth. Uh, if you listen to our Natural Born Killers episode, we talk about it a little bit and talk about the parallels and sort of the timing mm-hmm. of us watching this one at the same time as Joker was coming out and the controversy surrounding both. We talk a little bit about that, but uh, we only talk about it for like 15 minutes. So figured we'd devote an entire episode to talking about Joker because kind of it's on everybody's minds right now.
0: Yeah, so if you've not seen the movie, turn off this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're gonna spoil the shit out of it. Yeah, so we'll get right into it. Uh, the odd thing, I you know, at first when I heard it was coming out, and I hear Todd Phillips' name was attached, the director of Hangover and a bunch of other things. But we found I found out just now that he did Old School. I had no idea. I don't. I don't know Todd Phillips. I'm a. I'm
1: actually a pretty. Big Todd Phillips fan uh, in terms of like the movies. Uh, I don't know. He he seems kind of like a, a little bit of a troll in real life, but like maybe that's part of the you know the act or whatever. I don't know. Um, but I, I like his movies. Uh, you know, Road Trip, Old School, Hangover, Due Date school for scoundrels starsky and hutch like i like his comedies but we we kind of touched upon it in the the natural born killers episodes he does these comedies but there's always like a really like dark side to Mm -hmm. all of these comedies so when they announced that he was going to direct it i was personally like super excited i was like that's your perfect choice he's coming from comedy he's got the dark side to him let's see him do a dark joker
0: movie yeah and i was put off right away because i heard it was an origin story and I just kind of like roll my eyes to origin stories of characters that we have seen multiple times on screen.
1: Oh yeah. When they like first, first announced before like they even announced like Todd Phillips was doing it and stuff like that. When they said they were going to do a Joker movie, my first thought was just like, why, <laughs> why are we going to, why are we going to, we just had the Jared little one like two years ago. Why are we doing another Joker thing again? Um, but you know, and then Tom Phillips, the game announced, and I got interested. The trailer came out. It looked good. I mean, anything Batman-related, I'm I'm in for. I'm such a Batman fan that, like, any, I'll see anything Batman-related.
0: My my thing was, like, okay, what are we going to say on the Joker that we don't already know? And to my surprise, this film said a lot on the Joker that maybe it's... I think they're going in their own direction, in a way, which I'm glad. I'm glad it wasn't just, like, a rehash of shit, you know, like, oh, okay, the Joker... You know, he came from a... Actually, that's the thing is, like, when it comes to the origin of the Joker, I don't know anything on it. Yeah, I mean, there's so
1: many different origins slash no origins of the Joker in, like, the comics and the animated series and the different movies. You know, part of of the Joker is that you don't know where he comes from uh, until you know some of the stories that do tell Mm -hmm. you his backstory or whatever. But there's so many different versions of it that it's not, like... You know 2 Face, where he's the district attorney that gets half his face burned and then he turns crazy like it that is an yeah. origin story we know the story of like joker is always different so they they had room to play around and yeah it was kind of cool to see them do this a really smart way of like talking about mental health and talking about where we're at today and violence and culture today um white male terrorism today Like they took that idea and they said okay we're gonna do a joker movie we're going to talk about all this shit. It was, it was I thought that was a smart smart move.
0: And of course instead of talking about mental health, now we're all talking about how this film will turn you into a criminal.
1: Yeah, just like just like people were saying about Natural Born Killers in 94. <laughs>
0: we're all going to go out and do crazy shit and all the people the downtrodden, the the people who are alone in their basement, the trolls are going to come out and do damage.
1: You know, I think uh there's no responsibility on the filmmakers or the studio or anything if something were like that to happen because people like that are gonna see what they want to see in a movie anyway
0: yeah and they're gonna if take they, whatever they want from it
1: yeah if they get in their head that uh, you know the new Star Wars movie is gonna tell them to go out and kill people they're gonna say that you know like whatever they get in their head they're gonna do anyway so if they're if they're going into that movie thinking the joker's me that's on them you know like the movie is not in, in my mind saying like, Hey, uh, white guy who's been down on his luck lately, this one's for you. Let's just go out and kill all the rich dudes, you
0: know. But, Matt, it's so easy to blame a movie, a comic book, or a video game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, as opposed to, like, dealing with the real issues here.
0: Yeah, instead of reflecting on society or yourself, you know, let's just say, you know what? Fuck it. It's all Tarantino's fault. Right. He, He makes violent movies, therefore, that's why this kid right over there is violent.
1: Right. It's Tarantino... You know, it's black and
0: white. It's it's a good easy point.
1: Exactly. We we grew up during, you know, we were basically like the Columbine generation. Yes. Yeah. We grew up during that, so you know. Well, Marilyn Manson made me shoot people. Right. Marilyn Manson, Eminem, video games like Grand Theft Auto, um, Quentin Tarantino movies. You know, these were the things that were ruining us—late '90s, early 2000s kids. Like these were the these were the things. Um,
0: but it was okay for my grandma to cheer against O.J. Simpson and not give a shit about the two people who died in the trial. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma, I love you. But you you sat me down in front of the TV every day to catch up on horrible things, and you just basically, you know, you, no one, no one said anything about like the two people. I, I can't remember their name. There you go, <laughs> Nicole Brown Simpson, and, and
1: the other one, and the other guy. Like
0: <laughs> no one fucking mentions them. They were slaughtered, but it's just like yeah, black versus white trial, nineties, whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Sensationalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, R- and rinse and repeat. Now we're talking about how we're gonna create criminals instead of the message sure. of like. You know, exactly. uh, mental health is a real thing, and yeah, uh, maybe, right?
1: maybe we should help people. <laughs> this movie saying like, "Hey, this is what's going to happen if we don't, you know, address this or whatever." And instead of instead of yeah, taking it the the incel argument yeah. or whatever that we're at, uh, but yeah, we don't learn. We you know, we had this in the '90s. We had this in the Columbine era. We had this. We're having it again now. I just I think well, we it's,
0: had this in the '70s too. Yeah,
1: the sa- uh, satanic, satanic panic. panic yeah. Panic. There's something though about now that's different, and we talked about it in Natural Born Killers, and I think it is
0: social media. Yeah, the one thing Matt and I don't do well is well, let's point at social media. Point <laughs> it, blame it all on social media. And I'm, and I'm not doing the the blame
1: Marilyn Manson on social media. It's just I think it has oh,
0: Marilyn Manson started social media during the Satanic Panic.
1: Whoa, it all makes sense. <laughs> It's all one big it's, it's all, all one big picture. Q is in was, on it. <laughs> he was born
0: in the seventies in a Satan pack. Right. Then he grew up and he gave us the message, you and I, to kill people. Right. Which we did. Uh, you got away with it. Uh, I just changed identities. Yes. And then now you and I are jokers. Mm-hmm which I hope we take showers. <laughs> Cuz I'm pretty sure the people who play joker and a lot of the cons don't take showers.
1: Absolutely not. I've smelled them. They do not take showers. <laughs> uh, I shower. I showered before this. Uh, <laughs> shower multiple
0: times a day. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, there there's something there is something different though now and I think it has come from social media. I'm not blaming social media, but I'm blaming social media for giving these people who have these problems like and I'm talking about the incels and white male, male terrorists, um, these people that have problems already, now they have a, a space to find other people mm-hmm. to encourage their argument. And I think that's why I'm pointing to social media here.
0: Well, remember, the Joker was pointed at and laughed at, and that's what made him, you know, the mental health issues with her. He was abused in the beginning of his life and everything, and then other people pointed at him. Now the way to cure it in real life is to point at other people and blame them. Yeah. See what I mean? That's yeah, that's, just...
1: that's where we're yeah also at right now.
0: So it is it is different. I
1: think it's different from the Columbine era. I think it's different from the Tarantino era. Different from the Satanic. No, Panic. it is. Yeah, we're in a different, and it is a little scarier. And like watching Joker, sort of like in the the way you know they're showing us putting up a mirror to what it's like now. Joker kind of like made me feel sick at times. Like, just queasy.
0: Well, what made me feel... Okay, let's, let's compare our sicknesses. So do I. And mine was, I feel bad that I see this person every day on the street, and I don't know that I could just talk to them. I want to hear their problems. You know what I mean? Like, that was my sick. I, I feel like I've got a pretty cozy life. i got a sweet troll cave. Mm-hmm. Full of VHSs. Yeah. I have I'm pretty much so sorry
1: that I named it your troll game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have it
0: pretty sweet. I mean, anyone who's surround, surrounded by sweet, sweet VHSs, they live a great life. Yeah. And that's what I'm living right now. Yeah. But
1: so there are jokers yes. in the world that yeah. are not. And I'm
0: walking past these people that probably, you know, watch Blu-rays, which is probably the true damage. Yeah. Digital. Let's point to blu-rays. Yeah, blu-rays, blu-rays are causing terrorism. Social media and blu-rays. <laughs> but to get past the joking, like um, yeah, you know, thank God we're not a comedy podcast. <laughs> we're just two dudes talking about VHSs. Yeah. So now we can talk whatever we want, but you know, like part of me is just like,
1: damn man,
0: could I just sit with someone who's alone in a cafeteria and talk to them and like cause them not to flip out and beat their kid. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I went with beat the kid, but I think that's cause that's what happened to the Joker in this movie is. I don't know, was it his stepdad? Whoever it was, his mom didn't step in the way and everything. And I think of it that way, and then after a while I have to think, okay, Steve, calm down a little bit. You can't fucking save shit like that. That's just how I felt sick. Now I want to hear you're sick.
1: Well, I just... It, uh, the only thing that made me sick, it's not like a one particular like thought like that. It was just like during that sort of section of the movie where he was sort of rising to be finally his final form of the Joker or whatever, it just made me feel sick because it it was, like I keep using the phrase, like holding a mirror up, it's just like, it's it makes so much sense to me that like this would happen and that this does happen and this happens today and it's like yeah this is this is what happened to the guy who thought he was the joker that shot up aurora colorado you know mm-hmm. what i mean like this was this guy felt like this and it's like i i i didn't have the thought like you know i want to save them or i could save them i just felt sick knowing that this is just like the way of the world and maybe there isn't a way to change it either. No, I, I don't know the way to I change it. I
0: completely disagree with it. It's a white male in shining armor.
1: This is what's gonna say. Yeah, I'm completely fucking. Oh kidding. yeah, yeah right. <laughs> That's I, I don't Hollywood's know. answer yeah. probably.
0: Now I yeah, and that's what I grew up on. God yeah. damn you VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> now point at them. Yeah. So we've got DVDs, Blu rays, digital media, we've got social media, and now the VHS is behind me. I you know what? We we're gonna run out of fingers.
1: Yeah, and I think that's uh that's another that's another thing the movie's talking about too. It's like where do where does this all come from and it's like
0: it's almost like life is complex. Yeah, right. It's
1: <laughs> like there is no answer to this. Um yeah, no. So like and it's it's funny that like this is just this is this is a movie. Like this is a movie. This is a movie, movie based movie. on like a DC Comics character. And like just immediately the first thing we're talking about that we just spent the last 12 minutes talking about is real life. You know, like, society and this movie. And it's crazy, and I think think that's one of the things I I really like about this movie coming out now is that it is so confrontational, and it is so much about today and so much about where we're at today in a very unflinching way. It's never, there's no, like, softness to this movie at all.
0: What I love about it and this goes right in what you're saying is I got out of the theater and I sat in my car for five minutes. I wanted to call my friend Terry because he told me call and, and then we we had a conversation while I was driving home uh, by the way, I was driving with both my hands on the wheel so I was safe there <laughs> but um, just I gotta cover my ass here. Mm. Because, you know, you never know. If it's not true, you just got to say it. Yeah. Um, So, oh, yeah. Oh, I could be a really good politician. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, see, what happened was, is, like, I had to think about this. Because my head was bouncing all over the place. There was just like, wow, that's an amazing performance. But do we reward this performance? Because then you might have people who think... Then I have to put up with these, I already have to, but I have to put up with all these assholes at a convention that are now going to be the Joker, who smell, and they took off their black hoodie to be the Joker once. Like, Jesus Christ, his hair was fake greasy, not real greasy. So (laughs) my head is flying, and then I'm like, wow, will this inspire shooters? Oh, wait, no, you know what? Those people are already inspired by something else, so they're just going to find whatever they want. That's how the KKK started, and all this shit. And my brain's flying. And then I realized, that's what I like about this movie. Is it made me think I didn't just get into my car, drive home, and go, woo, I watched a fun movie, which, to be honest, to be fair, is what I usually like. Right. You know, give me the Will Smith movies.
1: Right. No, I, I think I think this movie is successful and in in that like it can make you think like kind of like an art movie, but it's this movie is not an art movie at all. It's still a Hollywood DC, you know, Joker movie. But It's making you think, like, say, if you were to see something like an art house movie. um, But I would never make the argument that this is an art house movie, ever. Like, this is still Hollywood. This is still a Hollywood big budget movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I like so much about it is that, like, it's not a pretentious art movie, but it's still making you think and it's still, you know, confrontational. It's still. It's still a movie that's taking chances, which you just don't see in movies this big and of this sort of, you know, this is a fucking, it's a Batman franchise movie. And it's a movie that's, like, making you think afterwards. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's cool. Yeah, and it was fun, too, because when I talked to my friend Terry after the movie, hands-free, um, <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing that. Uh, I actually killed 12 kids. Um, <laughs> but they were all going to be bad kids. They were all going to be jokers, so you did So you're affair. welcome. Um... <laughs> So what happened was he told me the same thing. He had to sit, you know, he didn't go to bed immediately after the movie. And and I'm like, you know what? This is great. He also brought up another good point. He's like, well, I guarantee you no one's going to talk about the, you know, problems in mental health. It's all going to be like, how many white kids are going to shoot up shit? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he was probably right. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully we all realize. But, you know, I don't believe in society that much.
1: Yeah, I would, my hope would be that somebody that would go to this movie to shoot up a theater would see the movie and be like, fuck, like, like this movie maybe would change their mind, I would hope, you know, like, it, I don't know, because it is so confrontational and so in your face about it. Like. I mean,
0: to look at it, like when the, the I don't know, his psychiatrist, they get the funds cut. Yeah. And it's such a great scene because you look at two different perspectives. You had one where he's like, I come here every week and you don't listen to me. You don't know. I just told you I've never had a happy day in my life or whatever he said. I think it was something yeah. like that. And then she's looks at him with like just this serious, super serious look. She's like, you're no longer going to get your drugs. We've lost all funding. Yeah. You know, where like, you then have to look at her perspective. She's like, I see you, not just you, but a person like you several times Every day. And now I have to tell all of you, none of you are going to get help from me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, that I that's speaking the volumes about yeah. where we're, you know, we're yeah, at. Again, that, where like, with that, the that government scene, funding getting cut and stuff.
0: There's a lot of scenes in this movie that stuck to me. But that one where I had to stop and be like, yeah, Arthur, you're right. She's not listening to you, and that sucks. But at the same time, look at her perspective. She's fucking seeing dozens of people a day who knows how many yeah and all these people need these drugs because they need more help but at least i can give them drugs to help them to take i don't know whatever it does you know but she now has to tell these people that are just coming in that can't afford any of this can't afford therapy can't afford Mm -hmm. drugs i have to now tell all of them bye yep And then when he said he's, and then Joker's like good uh, Arthur's good line is just like, well, who do I talk to now? And it cuts.
1: And that's it. There's just no answer to that. Like,
0: (laughs) sorry, buddy, figure it out on your own. But I guarantee a politician's gonna be like, we've got to help people with mental illness. That same fucking politician will go back and cut,
1: cut the funding. Right. Yeah. No. And there's so much. There's so many of scenes like that that are you know. A little bit of telling instead of showing or whatever, but like I think they, they need to be there, you know, because of the confrontational nature of the movie or whatever. Uh, I I think one of the weaker spots for me uh, that does this again is the the back and forth between Robert De Niro and now he has gone full Joker uh, during the talk show segment near the end of the film, um, where sort of Joker lays out the lot i guess of the movie as they're going back and forth and like uh de niro's interviewing him right after he admits that he's the person that killed the people on the subway i thought that scene was kind of weak uh because it was so telly you mm-hmm. know sort of force-feeding its view what was the
0: blunt object at the end of the movie do you know what i mean like they, they were being kind of coy with the rest of it they were showing it they yeah. weren't telling you that was the first part in the movie where they flat out told you
1: yeah that was there was a and i i liked so much more the the other stuff than than that scene and there was a lot of exposition drops and stuff like that in that scene so i wasn't i wasn't crazy about that but the movie does kind of oscillate between that because mm-hmm. there's you know like
0: the the pill scene and everything and then that scene later on um, no, I, I thought it was funny, too. Because I thought the exact same thing, because I'm like, Robert Downey Jr. Ah, damn it. We just did Natural Born Killer. <laughs> um, Robert De Niro's in there, I assume, because obviously there's so much influence from Taxi Driver. And King of Comedy, too. And King of Comedy. Yeah. Which, part of me kind of... I didn't roll my eyes in this, because I, I felt like this movie did enough of its own. Except when they were doing the point the gun at your head. Yeah. I and I, I was like, um maybe a little too much on the nose of, exactly. of uh, Taxi Driver. Um, but, you know, I, I thought it was interesting, but I think you're right. I think that was the first point in the movie where it was so blunt. But was that on purpose?
1: Oh, I'm sure it was. I It was maybe just more me not liking that choice versus it being a bad choice. No, no, no. I almost, maybe a good choice, um, but I did.
0: I just didn't. Like I'm pretty it. sure that's the only scene in the movie where I rolled my eyes. Yeah. Right, where, where he just goes you know he says just like what do you think will happen to people like me when the society you know and, and like a part of me rolled my eyes but part of me was just like i think it was good cuz like one of my favorite lines from Heath Ledger's Joker was just like you know i kill a pimp or whatever and society doesn't blink an eye or i tell them a soldier dies nothing but if i kill one little bitty mayor everyone just loses their mind yeah and when with you know Heath Ledger's or um, Phoenix's Joker it was more like, "What the fuck do you think is gonna happen when you do all this shit?" Yeah. You st- like if if I died in the middle of the street, you would step over my body. But if three Wall Street, you know, people that uh, Mister Wayne loves dies, he basically just said, "You know, uh, then that's when people have a problem."
1: Yeah,
0: and like I, I did, like I think you have to do that with a good Joker. Like you have to explain that he's trying to enter. He wants the anarchy because the real world didn't work for him. Yeah. But the anarchy, I don't think it really works for him either, but at least he gets to enjoy it.
1: Yeah. And I think that is, that's the, that's a quintessential Joker. It's like society has failed. We all know that. Mm -hmm. But in Joker thinks anarchy is the thing that's going to work. And it doesn't, he's still a bad guy, but he doesn't care. He's just like, fuck it. Like, it's fun for me to watch, then, at yeah. least. Anarchy doesn't work, but at least it's, I'm having fun doing it. Yeah. And that's the Joker. That's the character.
0: Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like, some people just want to watch the world burn. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's always supposed to be the Joker. Um, yeah,
0: and it's it's fun, too, because, I mean, Batman wants such structure. Right. Even though Batman's really fucked up, too.
1: Right. Yeah, and then the other thing that I didn't like at all in this movie, uh, in Uh, We've already covered spoilers, so is the the Batman-Bruce Wayne origin story that gets shoehorned into the end of the movie, which I thought kind of took the wind out of the sails of the kind of cool moment that was happening at the end of the movie, and then you sort of have the Batman origin story again for the thousandth time on
0: film kind of tacked in there as well. Well, I, think I, that scene I wouldn't. Would have been so
1: much stronger. Just cut that out. Cut that section. Uh, out.
0: What I would have liked, see what you think about this, is instead of showing the whole scene again, with the pearls and yada yep. yada. Yep. Which, by the way, we told you spoilers. So if you haven't seen this, you know, like his parents died just like they did in the Tim Burton one. Yeah. All right. We told you. Your fault. Uh, so what I would have liked is if you would have saw little Bruce and the two parents just walk down the hallway and then had the the Joker like the fake Joker follow him I'd have been done with that because I actually kind of wanted the movie to end cut to have maybe a studio wouldn't let this happen I don't know but just end cut with him dancing on the cars where he's like getting his time and the the true you know what all these people are reacting to what he's always wanted Mm. Uh, so I kind of, but then they cut to him and, uh, the Arkham Asylum. Yeah. They do the cuckoo's nest. In.
1: I like, I actually like the ending we got because like after it kept going after sort of like the big, uh, you know, they pan out and it's him standing on the car among the sea of people, the ace and the whole poster in the background. So like, it was great. It could have been a great end shot, but like, and I was like, oh, well, why do they keep going? But then I sort of liked how they ended it where like, he's in Arkham Asylum, but he's He's pretty much in charge at Arkham Asylum. You know, mm-hmm. like he's running the place.
0: He's a celebrity there. Yeah,
1: exactly. And he's mm-hmm. running around and he's causing chaos there. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that ending because it's like cuz yeah, that's that's a have your cake and eat it too ending. Yeah, he's in Arkham Asylum, but he runs the place. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I don't know. It's a good I point. like that yeah. I like that ending actually. Uh, yeah, I
0: went back and forth with it. I was like, "It would have been fun to see it just cut out with him dancing." Yeah. But at the same time, I did like to no cuz I knew that was Arkham Asylum. Mhm. So, I thought that was fun. Yeah, I forget that this is a Batman like there there's points in the film where I forgot. Yeah. And I think that's a real credit to it. Yeah. So, uh, one of my favorite scenes is the scene where the guy who kind of will helped get him fired. Cuz the what really I mean there's so much that sets off the Joker. Where his mom lies about Bruce Wayne's father. Maybe. 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 That's what I'm. We don't know because it's all over the place. Like
1: he's such a the the Thomas Wayne in this movie is such a
0: scumbag. But he's also looking at the records that said adoption papers.
1: But then the mom says that he faked it, and he does have enough money and power where he could. I know. I like. I caught that too. I like like the fact. I like the fact that we don't know for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, But uh, going into when the the so all this stuff that sets him off, and one of them was a guy gives Arnold a gun. And then he's just like, you know, you're you're like my little boy. Or he says, you're like my guy or something like that. And, you know, Arnie is always searching for Arnie. Arnold is always searching for a father uh, in multiple people. He did it in Robert De Niro's character. Mm. He did it in the guy he works with. He does does it with Bruce Wayne's father, whether it is his biological father or not. You're right. We don't know. Uh, Very gray there with that. Kind of cool. But a, a lot of things and uh he gets him fired because he basically says oh no he told the cops or his boss that arnold was trying to buy a gun for him and that that sets it off so he after they find out that his mom has died the little person and the big guy who kind of was like a father figure to him come over and he takes his scissors and stabs him in the knife in the eye that was brutal
1: yeah this is a brutal scene but also then hilarious. Like when the, the guy's just trying yeah, to get out yeah, yeah, and he's like, and he's like messing with him. Like it's, it's, well, it was an accident. Good, it was a good exercise in dark comedy there. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: is, that is Todd Phillips right there at its yeah. finest. Yeah. Where he locked the door, the little chain at the top, What, which if you're in a city, like we are, every door has. Yeah. So he locks it in the, and the little guy, cause he's like, uh, I don't know the character's name. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. It so we're gonna have right. to say little person. uh He like tries to run out because Arnold said oh, "I'm not gonna hurt you. You can leave." But then he can't. He can't get the chain because he's not tall enough to grab right. the chain. And he walks over to him and he kisses him on top of the head because you're really uncomfortable. you're like, yeah. "Is he gonna murder him anyway?" Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. You don't and you don't know. You don't know. know. You you don't have know. know. Idea. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, and he also like scared. Remember when he going towards the door, he like scares him. He's like, "I'm just messing with you. I'm not gonna." Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, I know. And like, so he unlocks the door and runs away. But one of the whole points was like, I'm not going to hurt you, man. You're the only one who was ever nice to me there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the, that's the be nice to the guy at the office, uh, you know, argument yeah. like <laughs> the, before he shoots up the place type thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, I like that scene. That was a good scene in the movie. Um, I think we should, I think we should just talk about Ford just like a second, What everybody else is talking about, but I think we should touch upon it too. Just Joaquin Phoenix in general in this movie is really good. He's really good. Like, there's just not going to be any argument, I don't think, here. Like, if there starts to be Oscar talk, which I, I... people are saying now yeah but i think by the time we get to february they might forget they might forget or it might be too controversial i, I maybe don't be too yeah, dark
0: i i don't care this is going to be one of mine where i remember but this performance this is
1: this is this is like usually us our, like especially our podcast yeah, our like, genre people yeah well we're weird, we're like, also like we're also pretty like we'll call out sort of like if somebody's like oh this is a great performance and if and in our podcast, you might hear us be like, "Are you, are you sure?" Like, you, but yeah. this time, I gotta say, it's a pretty fucking good performance. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I, I, you know, genre films are changing now, and I remember thinking, I think I even called it when I was with you guys, like, um, uh, King Peels. Uh, I just forgot the name of the, uh, the movie. Get out. Get out. Uh, I said no. He won't win it. I remember because I was like, no. It's just not going to happen. There's going to be this buildup and these, whoever these fucking old voters are, they're going to say no to it in the end. And he actually did. He won. And, and it surprised me. Yeah. And it, it's it's a win for genre, horror, you know, action sci-fi. And I know it's just horror in this one because, uh, you know, everyone wants to belittle horror and just like call it psychological thriller. Right, right, right. And you're like, yeah, you know what? Silence of the Lambs is a fucking horror film. Yeah. All right. Uh, and they refuse to call it a horror film.
1: Yeah, uh, I would I would make the argument any day, uh, especially just like as a horror fan, uh, I would happily make the argument that I think that Joker is a horror film, and through and through. It's a
0: horror film. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think you know it come out. It came out in October one.
1: Yeah, um, I think with you know Taxi Driver, King of Comedy, they are slow descent into madness. Those are. Those are thrillers, those are dramas. This is still a thriller and drama, but this is it, it within the movie, within the the structure of the movie, the Joker turns kind of into the Joker we know fairly quickly. Uh, you know, not so much you know, the makeup and all that, but like the the Wall Street guys get shot pretty early on in the film. Um and I I would say then you're kind of watching him be a monster for that whole i guess second half or last hour or whatever mm-hmm. last hour 15 minutes whatever um which i think makes this a horror movie
0: yeah i, I think taxi driver is a horror movie too
1: i, I, I always I taxi
0: know. driver to me always just like I'm like no he turns into a monster
1: in the last 15 minutes though oh, i see i <laughs> like he he's yeah he's, yeah. He, he's being bad he fully fo- i see what you're saying but yes like the fully formed he, monster is until the last 15 minutes
0: but, uh, yeah. Which is
1: definitely a horror scene with yeah, the blowing yeah. off of the hand and stuff. It's a, it's a horror scene for sure. But uh, this movie, more so than like a taxi driver or you know King of Comedy, which is another slow descent into madness mm-hmm. movie, um, this one feels like a horror thing because it's pretty
0: early on he's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a monster quick. They show their monster fast. Yeah.
1: And what? I think that would, that's the difference there.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean... When he kills his mom, that's when it's it's he's over. He's done. Mm. The real Arnold is gone.
1: Arthur. Arthur. Damn it. I keep saying Arnold. Thinking of are you thinking of Arnie and uh Christine? Cuz it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, maybe. It was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. The the picked-on nerd who becomes a monster.
0: Um yeah. I just <laughs> I don't know. I like I like the name Arnie. I like to say Arnie. Arnie. It's a good name. Yeah. It's a good um, name. But yeah, he slowly descends. That's really funny too with Christine. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, they show their monster quick, which I'm okay with, because he doesn't. His monster doesn't fully like. Well, I don't know. It kills those guys. I don't know. Now I'm confused. I really don't know. I mean, is he a monster right on the subway, or was that just him being reactionary?
1: I think I think it has all led to that, and that is the instead of instead of being the moment where he might turn into a bad guy and it was like an accident or whatever i think he was he he was there that was it that was the final straw i am the bad guy now that's what i got from that's what i got from but i feel like people can interpret it the other way too yeah but that's why i think it's a horror movie.
0: well i'm wondering because the way that he kept looking at the newspapers is that like like when he was but he did so, oh man that that subway uh, scene is deep because first he's reactionary but then he chases down the guy and executes him
1: mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a last straw moment I think it's sort of like the end scene of taxi driver where he is just f- fully snaps but 45 minutes into this movie as opposed to the end scene mm-hmm. I, and and I don't know that's just that's how what I took it as in and putting it into a genre
0: box that's what I saw it as well and all his you know, doing air quotes, all of his father figures die in this. Mm. You have, um, Wayne's dad, which way the, I, I really wish I knew Wayne's dad's, uh, Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne dies. Uh, the, the other clown guy dies and then he kills the, the show host, which is yeah. clearly being like Ed Sullivan or something. Yeah. He's doing like a
1: Johnny Carson, Johnny Carson, Ed Sullivan, uh, King of comedy. King type of thing. comedy yeah. Like he's doing that a uh, bit, but it, like, that was another scene that kind of made me feel sick because it, rem- it reminded me of and I'm sure this is exactly what they were going for. But remember uh the in the 70s we we weren't alive then, but <laughs> we've heard about it. Or when the news were we? <laughs> or were we? Um remember when the guy the newscaster shot himself on live TV? That's what that moment felt like in this movie. You know, yeah. because it was part of this live late night show or whatever. And you got the you the movie is almost setting up like Joker's gonna kill himself, you know. Oh yeah, when he's on, and then he and then he ends up shooting they Robert De Niro specifically. do yeah. that because he's practicing the knock knock joke, and he's gonna shoot himself. Yeah. But I got that kind of sick, twisted vibe from from that of that clip of that guy from the '70s TV show, the '70s newscaster who shoots himself on live TV or whatever. That's the vibe
0: I got from. Well, that. even though I knew, I was pretty sure he was gonna kill. The uh, Robert Downey or damn it, uh, Robert De Niro's character uh still when he they did it, when the Joker shoots him, it still shocked me. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn. And then he shoots him like what, two or three yeah, more. He shoots th- him yeah. again.
1: He's clearly dead. Like he shoots him in the head, but then he just keeps shooting him. Yeah, because he's
0: well he's the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I it was just it, the film made me feel a lot of feelings. <laughs> made me do a lot of thinking. I like, too, when,
1: like, Joker kills him and he takes the camera and he's going to say his big line, it yeah. also cuts out there, too. And I think that's just the most chaotic Joker thing that could happen in that scene, too. So it's a nice encapsulation of the movie there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. One, I, yeah. one other point I wanted to make, and this is maybe talking to sort of the film nerds and things like that, uh, on the internet, they've been saying you brought it up briefly. The Taxi Driver knockoff, or the you know King of Comedy connections, or whatever, mm-hmm. very very Scorsese. I will give this movie credit in that like it takes it takes the elements of Taxi Driver and King of Comedy with you know Robert De Niro and the slow descent and the madness and stuff. But this doesn't feel like a Scorsese movie at all to me. This feels mm-hmm. like its own beast. Like it is not. Yeah. It, it's doing the kind of thing inspired by those movies but it doesn't have like a scorsese look it doesn't have a scorsese feel at all it's it's dirtier it's grimier it's this is it's it's this is a movie trying to make you feel sick whereas like taxi driver is more of a a prestigious movie this is almost just like grimy like this joker doesn't care if it's prestigious or
0: not well i mean this version of gotham is the dirtiest i've ever seen it i mean even they're having a, a trash strike yeah so the entire Gotham City is filled with trash. Yeah,
1: they, they've previously chosen like that Hell's Kitchen, New York mm-hmm. feel to it. Uh, uh, no you know, one's not New York. Nothing is clean. Yeah, everything's dirty and gross. I don't know. I just thought it was different. So I wanted to kind of make that argument that, yeah, like they are borrowing elements of Scorsese, but not doing a Scorsese movie. No, I,
0: I thought this film completely stands on its own. The performance, you know, the Joker... Even though it's clearly a madness Joker like Heath Ledger's, this is its own Joker, completely.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's totally doing its own thing. It even takes a little bit with that ending of like the other guy in the Joker mask killing Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne's parents, taking an element that the comic books and uh, the show Gotham did really well, where the Joker is an idea and not a person. It mm-hmm. may be represented by a person, but the idea of the Joker is more, you know, that the Joker yeah. is all of these bad people. You know what I mean? And I, I it was the first film that I've seen kind of do that. You know, I I've seen it in Gotham, I've seen it in the the comics, but it was cool to see represented here too, a little bit with mm-hmm. that ending.
0: No, I, I thought there was so much in this film that I liked. Very very little that, you know, like at the end where it punches you in the face with the message. Very few of that uh, you know, I think this is this will easily be one of my most memorable movies of the year
1: yeah and it's funny like i got back home from the movie and ashley asked me she goes did you did you like the movie and i went i don't know i have to like think about it and the fact that i had to like sit and think about it is kind of nice um i do i do have some problems with it i thought kind of like the fake out with uh, zazie beats being the girlfriend but really she's not real i i we talked about it before Mm -hmm. we aired or whatever we kind of both saw it coming and i don't mind that i saw it coming i just don't think it needed to be there at all i kind of wish that wasn't really a part of it uh i just liked him being maybe more a creep you know and just like shows up in our apartment one day um i would have liked to have seen that i think some of the movie early on is a little choppy but i i think it's just maybe finding its footing or whatever Mm -hmm. But, yeah, overall, the fact that, like, there's so much to it and there's so much to talk about and there's so much that I had to think about and there's so much more than I'm going to think about mm-hmm. as I go see this movie. I'm not going to go to the theater and see it anymore, but as I watch it on DVD again or whatever later, it, it, it stick, it's sticking around. It's sticking around in my brain. Mm-hmm. So I like I clearly really like this movie. <laughs> I have problems with it, but I clearly yeah. like it.
0: Yeah, I think that'll pretty much do it. I I don't really have much more to say. Yeah. Um... I just, I think you need to see it. Well, hopefully you've seen it if you listen to this. We yeah. just ruined the whole day. We movie. just told
1: you everything that happens in it.
0: But yeah, I hope Warner Brothers keeps going down this uh, path of really just finding their own. Because I think, you know, or I should say with DC, Warner Brothers, they're just, I, we, we talked about this when we, uh, before we did this podcast is like when Warner Brothers and DC fucks up a movie they really fuck it up but when they hit one out of the park they really hit one out of yeah. the park yeah <laughs> so it's you know but keep find your footing it would be fun to actually see what they can do uh, maybe not go so dark with every movie cuz i don't think every movie in this needs to be that dark cuz the joker's fucking dark but that doesn't mean a superman movie should be dark
1: right yeah no i think i think i think if they keep this path, DC will find its footing because the movie they did before this was Shazam, right? And I liked I Shazam. Loved it. Love I thought it, it was super yeah. cute. Like, you pick your tone for your movie. Like, that's, you know, this Joker needed to be super dark. Uh, Shazam needed to be super light. And I liked both of those yeah. movies, you know? <laughs> like, I think you? if you just you just sort of pick your vision and stick with it and not, not be the muddled thing that mm-hmm. the Justice League and everything before that kind of was...
0: Oh, Batman v. Superman and Suicide Squads. Oh, I just, those are, I can't stand them. They're bad movies. They're real Ugh. bad movies. <laughs> can't even rewatch them. But that will end it for this week. If we're going to put something in the museum, you figure it out. <laughs> it's, I yeah. think I think it's obvious. Uh, we like the movie. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> put most of it in there. Uh, I, I will say one thing. Uh, I really like the simplicity of the Joker's look. Yep. It Very was- handmade
1: classic uh joker look it was very it was it was joker you know well, what i mean it was unmistakably joker but it didn't need to have any bells well, and whistles. It, well,
0: yeah it wasn't the whole purple it was more of like a maroon yeah i thought that was you know I, I like that you know there's just like a different version of joker you could do
1: yeah the green hair was just like shitty halloween store dye you know yeah. and like
0: that will probably wash out after two showers right and yeah. like
1: the makeup was something yeah he clearly could have done Yeah, I like that about it after coming off of fucking Gangster Hot Topic Joker from Suicide Squad. Yeah. Very nice. I like this a lot more.
0: <laughs> all right, that'll end it. You can get us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, whatever it is. You can figure it out. You can also go on our Facebook, even though we won't reply. <laughs> hey, we reply. Bobby, we reply. Nobody, reply. nobody writes.
1: Nobody writes on nobody there. Nobody writes.
0: If people wrote on there, we reply all
1: the time, but nobody. we're the only ones that post on You're the only one that posts on there. Yeah, I, know. I just comment on the things you post.
0: <laughs> and then we get a shit ton of comments that I can't stand on YouTube. <laughs> post the movie. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> all right. Remember to. Oh, we don't do that. Uh, all right. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> see, see you later. Go, see ya. Thanks go, for listening.
1: Thanks for coming to the movies with us. <laughs> Boy.